0: hands it off to Jackson Jackson sees an opening throws it away here comes Bridges Bridges to Booker back to Bridges Devin Booker with his first career triple-double and he does it in the Western Conference Finals this is BetQL Daily with the Joes Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio Follow the show on Twitter at BetQL Daily. We are here weekdays 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on the new and improved BetQL Network. And Joe G taking a look at the points bet numbers for the NBA postseason. Game number two, Western Conference Finals. Clippers at the Suns once again, and this number is ticking down this morning. Uh, We wondered on Monday if it would get up to six. Nope opposite direction it is uh ticking down to the clipper side a bit but game one the suns closed as a four point favorite they covered we're now at five and the total is 224 if you think the clippers can pull off the victory victory you can find them at plus 168 on the money line
1: yeah, the Clippers have not won uh either of the first two games of either of their series. Or the first three, right? They haven't won game one, game one, game one of their first three series, and they've lost both of their game twos tonight. There's their third game two. Joe, I mean, the, the interesting thing is the Chris Paul angle. And, and if you know, we don't know. I mean, it, it, it this is unlike an injury where you can kind of read the tea leaves on an injury, how a guy is feeling. He's gonna come out and shoot around. You might get a feel for okay, this guy's probably gonna give it a go tonight, five, six, seven, eight hours before game time. I mean, this is this is health and safety protocols. I mean, this is he's got his checkpoints. He's got a test negative, all that kind of stuff for Chris Paul. So I don't know if he's going to play, but it is interesting that the line is moving back towards the Clippers a little bit here. I, I like the Suns in this game. At my first glance, my first thought is, I don't think much changes from game one to game two. If um, Chris Paul comes back, that's a change. But j- without Chris Paul, I, I feel like the Suns have, still have a big advantage, especially no Kawhi.
0: Yeah, I'm handicapping this game like Chris Paul's out. Because... Uh, Anything can change, but based on the the little information that we were willing to get yesterday, that it's going to be the same situation as game number one. Both Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul are going to be out, and, and I think that helps us out a little bit. We're not left in the dark as much, right? And, and we have that sample size of the last game. And how the two teams matched up without the uh, their two stars here. So that's how I'm taking a look at it. Are you thinking that you're not going to do anything until we we get closer to tip time and everything is officially official? Yeah,
1: I want to know before I, I put something in. Though I do think the Suns, if it moves, if it keeps moving down, if this if this somehow gets to the four and a half range, I would like the Suns even if I don't know Chris Paul is going to play because I yeah. I think they could win this game. They won the first game. I didn't think it was particularly difficult. It was it was not a blowout, but it, like I thought they were in control of that game without Chris Paul. No Kawhi. I, I would feel good again. I mean, this is what the Clippers do, right? They're going to go down 0-2, and then they're going to somehow rally, and we might have a series here. But I, I like the Suns tonight, even if Paul doesn't play, assuming the number stays around this area.
0: Yeah, my first thought was to take a look at the Suns taking a 2-0 advantage. They won 19 of their last 21 at home. But I was thinking that Chris Paul was going to be back. And as we talk about it now, it sounds like he's not going to be there. And just thinking about how everything went down in game one and Booker played out of his mind, the first triple double of his career, 40, 13 and 11. And they covered the spread by two points. They still covered the spread by two points. Clippers didn't have a ton of rest in that game. So I'm wondering if we're going to get a a pretty strong effort from the Clippers uh, again, assuming that uh, CP3 is out. I, I'm leaning towards the Clippers right now. So I, it's fair to also assume that the smart money is coming in on the Clipper side. That that is what is bringing down the number a little bit, and the assumption that Paul is going to be out once again. So uh, that makes sense to me.
1: It does, um, and, and also it's an assumption. I mean, th- th- this thing could change. The Paul thing is is obviously one of the most unique things we've ever had uh, in this kind of level of basketball, the NBA playoffs, we're we're a star player, you know, a player that some people want to put in the MVP considerations because how much he means to that team is, you know, he could play tonight. I mean, that's certainly on the table if he clears some some hurdles, but he also could be ruled out. And and, and the Clippers obviously down 0-1 are, you know, their backs against the wall.
0: Yeah. So you would assume that the uh, the current number is leaning towards Paul not playing since it has come down now if he is announced in there is a change on the day of the game that's going to go to six at least i i could see six and a half and that could that could
1: jump a point and a half if he's playing Uh, i think we talked about yesterday the market was kind of reading two points was was chris paul's swing so i mean it could jump even further i don't know if there's enough time for it to completely jump up two full points but if you like the suns i would say get it now if you think they're going to win this game without chris paul and he could play you get it now, um, and, and if you're
0: on your side of it, uh, then it's it's obviously moving towards Clippers. The big question is: this an over an adjust, over adjustment off of one game? Let's say the scenarios are identical, same arena, same stars out. Is the movement one point? an over adjustment i would say no as strong as the Suns have been at home and how they look the other day at one point i don't think that's too much i expected it to tick up a little bit yeah the
1: other un- underrated part of this is marcus morris is banged up yes. and, and without Kawhi Leonard, I me mean, you think of the way the clippers are built they're built to be physical with wings big physical wings that could score shoot rebound they, they, they basically cornered the market on these guys paul george and marcus morris is kind of like you know, the lame version of those guys, but he's a good player. I mean, he's had playoff games with 20 plus points and he's uncertain for tonight. That yeah. That's significant. And I, I feel like he, he, people don't talk about Marcus Morris, like, oh, they're going to be without him. I, I think if he's gone tonight, it's a big injury for them.
0: What was happening when the Clippers went on their run in the last series, Marcus Morris went on fire early in the series when they were losing. He could not Hit, hit a shot from anywhere, and then he just started going off, and they started winning games. It's amazing. And then what happened in game one? Morris, he started dealing with this injury, missed most of the second half. Booker goes off like he has never done before in his career. So that that is extremely notable, your point there. We're obsessed with Kawhi, Chris Paul, Kawhi, Chris Paul. What's the situation there? Um, Morris could be... Uh, kind of hesitate to say it but kind of a key here
1: yeah and and also he he will affect if he does does play banged up or he doesn't play the the props and how this game might go I think of a a guy like Mikel Bridges and we'll talk you know about the props of this game as we go on today Mm -hmm. like if there's no Morris out there with his hand in his face on the three-point line he could have a big night another a wing on the other side without a big win covering him so it impacts every element of this game but i i, I would keep an eye on the morris injury almost not, not quite but almost
0: as much as the chris paul status because it changes the status quo tonight there was a big change in the total game one it closed 219 in the hook it goes over and it went up four and a half points that's four a and a half that's we, a, we usually don't difficult. see that You don't see that a lot. So that's a,
1: that's a significant number. I mean, that might be the adjustment to, to maybe the Clippers right now don't have an answer for Devin Booker. And the, and the expectation is he continues to pour in points. Cause we know like Booker's a guy that he'll average in the twenties, but once in a while he gets on one of these, these heaters where he could score in the thirties or forties pretty regularly. So if if he's on one of those, it's going to boost everything up.
0: BetQL daily. This is Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio on the new and improved BetQL network. So we talked about the sides, the totals, money line, all that good stuff. The series prices, uh, huge favorites here. Phoenix with a 1-0 edge. They are minus 430. Clippers plus 320. Milwaukee minus 140, 185 rather. Atlanta plus 375. Game one tomorrow. How about some other ways to bet on Clippers, sons? That's what I was thinking about. If you were going to lay a spread, so if you lay minus one and a half, that means the Suns have to win by at least two games. It's minus two fifteen. But if you think the Suns are going to win in four or five, so you lay two and a half games, that's about even money.
1: And that's significant. I mean, if you can get even money on a, on a big favorite, I mean that that's that's a big deal. And I, I feel like what we heard yesterday, it's given me a little hesitation on on the idea of that. Joe Ryan McDonough mm-hmm. joined us, former Suns GM, and we asked him about Kawhi Leonard, and, and he. I, I think he passed along something really interesting, and in that he's heard he's in LA, he's working out with the the hope to come back in the series. It, the way he presented it to us, it didn't sound like it is a lost cause. Like there's no chance we see Kawhi Leonard in the series. That would give me pause. Even a Suns win tonight, and obviously you want to take it now. You don't want to wait for the Suns to go you know two or well. you won't get even money to, to win this quickly. But they would give me pause. The Clippers would come back in every series. If somehow Kawhi shows up for Game Three, this thing could flip totally. So. I like the even money on a big favorite, but
0: man, if Kawhi's still hanging out there, it does give me pause. Very little wiggle room. You've got to get it done in five. So that would that would worry me some. I'd be more inclined to take the Clippers plus a game and a half, saying this game, this series is going six or seven games at plus one sixty. I do like that. And plus they're going home after this. And they've been down in every series,
1: and they've come back in every series. And think about it, it's not like they've beaten, you know, they've come back against teams that, you know, well, we don't respect those teams. they came back against luca in the first round and they came back against the number one c jazz last round so for as good as phoenix is and they deserve to be the favorite and i would bet them to win this series the, the idea of the i don't think the clippers haven't shown us they're they're going to crumble in this postseason so it does kind of go with what you're saying here which is plus one and a half
0: is pretty good you can also take a look at games played four and a half five and a half six and a half uh five and a half pretty much a coin flip on the over and the under However, if you think this thing is going seven, over six and a half is plus two sixty. However, if you're calling a Phoenix Sun sweep, under four and a half games is plus three ten. Wow. Now, if we had gotten different information
1: yesterday from Ryan McDonough, <laughs> I'd be all over this. The suns four. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you feel like the Suns at home tonight are at least five point favorites. But like, all right, they go up two oh. And then you go back to LA, no, no specter of Leonard. That it could end quickly, but it's still out there. That it gives me pause when, when a player as great as, as Kawhi Leonard is still possible to enter the series. It could flip the
0: whole series. I wouldn't feel comfortable taking the Sun sweep, I can't do it. So, the odds tell us that the most likely scenario is Phoenix wins at five in five because that is plus 230. Now, uh, 4 0 sweep plus 350, 4 2 Suns and six plus 450, Suns and seven. Plus 500, I would take a look at Suns in six or seven.
1: Let me ask you this as as this series plays out and we're thinking about when to jump in and how to jump in on how this is going to end. Kawhi Leonard over the course of his career has been, uh, I, I say, pragmatic about his own body and his injuries and making sure he plays when he's right. Mm-hmm. Joe, if, if the Clippers win tonight or they win in game three and Kawhi is, is, is projected in his mind to say maybe game four, maybe game five, I, I think he might come back because this series is still in question. Joe, if they lose tonight and lose game three, and Kawhi is a maybe for game five or game six, you think he's coming back? I don't. I I don't think he or the Clippers would push him back out there with an ACL issue if the series is basically over. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're down 3-0. They're down 3-1. I don't see it. But if it's close, I could see him push it. And that could change the series, because then it could end quickly. It could end in five if he
0: chooses not to come back. You think Clippers can win tonight? Plus 176 on the money line. I'm considering it. It would. I know they have not won a game one or a game two so far, and tonight would make it an 0-6 start in the playoffs. I could see that ending, I, ending this evening. I was actually a little impressed. I, I know the storyline was the Suns and how great they were at home again and what Booker did without CP3. I get all that. But uh, Clippers were hanging around at the end of that game.
1: They were, and, and I got to give the Clippers credit for this. Ty Lue is a better coach, and I think people give him credit for it. Yeah. I, I saw the number during, um, I guess it was Game One against Suns. They put it up there. You know, he's ten and one, I believe, in in elimination games as a head coach in the in the NBA playoffs. And
0: I've never guessed that.
1: Yeah, and and obviously it's not an elimination game. You know, this is just Game yeah. Two, but he has his team more ready than I think people consider. And so far in this, like last year, the story in the postseason with the Clippers is. They're, they're frauds, right? They're, they're not the team they were supposed to be. This year, it's almost like they're flipping the script a little bit here. Every time I, I say, ah, oh, they're done, they wake back up. Joe, I don't think it's a crazy bet to take them at that number tonight. Because, I mean, you already like them with the points. So if you like yes. them with the points, you think it's going to be close. You know, maybe maybe Terrence Mann
0: steps up again. Paul George doing <laughs> it again. Yeah, somebody. I mean, Paul George would have to Yeah, for them to win. And there, there are some props like that. You can... Uh, You can bet on Paul George to score 31 points and the Clippers win. For the Clippers to win, does he have to score 31? Likely, right? Yeah, he's got to be over 30. Let's put it that way. He has to be over 30, so yes. Paul George, 31 points or more, and a Clippers win is plus 370. You know, in a different
1: world, you saying that, <laughs> I would say it had to be plus 1,000. But Paul has stepped up, right? Paul, yeah. I mean, excuse me, uh, yeah, Paul George has, has played well in this postseason. But imagine saying that a year ago, Paul George on no. the road by himself to beat a, a number two seed? nah, you wouldn't take that at plus 500. But maybe,
0: maybe tonight. You know, this isn't the only NBA thing going on tonight that you can bet on. You can bet on the draft lottery. You can bet on the draft. <laughs> I saw I you tweet about the Bulls this morning, and There's they're no on to win the window thing there's no value in it the the house has the edge in this thing but hey people want to bet on their team sometimes that's all they want the, the bulls are 20 to 1 to uh, get the number 1 spot and they are plus 350 to get a top 4 pick Well, it's the
1: ultimate double lottery you you you're literally gambling your own money and, and your team and you come out together you're you when those ping pong balls come out and you get it your team gets it and you put you put the money on them You won double, and this is supposed to be a good draft, which makes it even better. Not a KBO
0: guy, but I've bet on worse. I guarantee you. (laughs) I've been in with the KBO. I missed baseball so much last year. I'm just saying, if you think something's going to happen, Detroit, Houston, Orlando, the favorites tonight, plus 550 to get the number one overall pick. We'll be talking tomorrow if there's going to be a frozen envelope or what. BetQL Daily, Joe O, Joe G, Tom Brady stepped out, or did he? Got some thoughts on that and some player props heading into the 2021 NFL season. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL.